Hello and welcome back to Throwdown Sports. I'm your host, Henry, and in today's episode, we have a lot of fun segments planned ahead of us. Before, a quick reminder that we do have an Instagram page. It is Throwdown Sports One. Make sure to go follow and message trivia questions, facts of the day, um, whatever you would like. Without further ado, we're going to get right into today's episode with our first segment. Our first segment today is Fact of the Day. So, our fact of the day is, the Houston Rockets did not discover until the 14th game of the 1984-85 to NBA season that their home arena rims were set at 9 feet 7 inches. There you go, that is our fact of the day, and now on to everyone's favorite segment, trivia. Yay! It is trivia time. Today, our trivia question is, what pitcher holds the record for most complete games in an MLB career? We'll take a short break while you at home try to figure out what it is, and we'll be right back in 30 seconds. Hey, I want to show you how quick and easy it is to make a podcast with the free Anchor app for iOS and Android. Here's how it works. First, record some audio. When you've got all the audio you need, tap the episode button to create your podcast. Pick a name and a photo and you're done. We'll handle everything else for you and we'll let you know when your podcast is up and running. If you've never made a podcast before, no problem. It's literally the easiest way to make one and it's completely free. Download Anchor and give our new podcasting feature a try. You can get the app from the App Store, Google Play, or by visiting anchor.fm. Thanks. We're back from that short break, and I hope you folks at home thought about the trivia question over the break. I will say it again. Our trivia question for today was, what pitcher holds the record for most complete games in an MLB career? And the answer is Cy Young. Cy Young pitched 749 complete games over the course of his 22-year career. Only three pitchers have even started that many games. Cy Young, Don Sutton, and Nolan Ryan. So there you go. That is our trivia question. And now on to our next segment, Top 10 Lists. Our next segment for today is Top 10 Lists, one of my personal favorites. This is the segment where I make a top 10 list of the top 10 things in that category of sports. In the past, we have done top 10 best NBA players of all time, top 10 best running backs of all time, and top 10 best point guards of all time. Today, we're doing top 10 best quarterbacks of all time. So let's get right into it. Starting with number 10, we have Steve Young, whose career stats are his 94-49 and 49 record, 64.3 completion percentage, 33,124 passing yards with 232 touchdowns and 107 interceptions. He has won the MVP award twice, and he has three Super Bowls, one as a starter. Coming in at number nine, we have a current player, Drew Brees, whose career stats are he is 163 in 100. In 11, that's his all-time record, he's 67.6 completion percentage, 77,416 passing yards, with 546 touchdowns and 237 interceptions. He has zero MVP awards, he's a 13-time Pro Bowler, and he has one Super Bowl. Coming in at number eight, we have Dan Marino, whose career stats are 
He has 147 and 93 career record. He has a 59.4 completion percentage, 61,361 passing yards, 420 touchdowns, 252 interceptions. He has one MVP award. He has went to nine Pro Bowls, but no Super Bowls. Coming in at number seven, we have John Elloway, whose career record is 148. 82 and 1. He has a 56.9 completion percentage. A, he has 1,000, no, 51,475 passing yards with 300 touchdowns and 226 interceptions. He has one MVP award, nine Pro Bowls, and two Super Bowls. One MVP Super Bowl award. Coming in at number six, we have Brett Favre, whose career record is. 186 and 112 with a 62 completion percentage and 71,838 passing yards with 508 touchdowns and 336 interceptions. He has three MVP awards. He's 11 time Pro Bowler and one Super Bowl. Coming in at number five, we have Otto Graham, whose career record is 57, 13, and 1. He has a 55.8 completion percentage with 23,584 passing yards with 174 touchdowns, 135 interceptions. He has three MVP awards, five Pro Bowls, and he has won the NFL championship, not the Super Bowl, the NFL championship three times. Coming in at number four, we have Johnny Units whose career record is 118-53-4 with a 54.6 completion percentage, 40,239 passing yards with 290 touchdowns and 253 interceptions. He has three MVP awards. He is a 10-time Pro Bowler, and he also has three NFL championships and one Super Bowl. Coming in at number three, we have Peyton Manning. Whose career, his career record is 186 and 79. He has a 65.3 completion percentage with 70, 71,940 passing yards, with 539 touchdowns, with 251 interceptions. He has five MVP awards, 14 time Pro Bowler, and two Super Bowls. Coming at number two, we have Joe Montana whose career record is 171 and 47 with a 63.2 completion percentage, 40,551 passing yards with 272 touchdowns and 139 interceptions. He has two MVP awards. He's an eight-time Pro Bowler, and he has four Super Bowls. Coming in at number one, this is, in my opinion, the best quarterback of all time. You already know who it is. He's a present player. Yes, it is Tom Brady, who is has a career record of 219 and 64. He has a 63.8 completion percentage with 74 and 74,571 passing yards with 541 touchdowns, 179 interceptions. He has three MVP awards. He is a 14-time Pro Bowler, and he has six Super Bowls. There you folks have it. That is my top 10 list of the best quarterbacks of all time. Now we're moving on to our next segment. 
Our next segment is What If, a segment that has recently started. The first time we did it was only last episode. Make sure to go check out that episode after you finish watching this one, of course. Anyway, today's What If question is, what if Michael Jordan didn't return from baseball? So basically what what they're asking here is, what if Michael Jordan didn't return to the NBA? All right, this this is a good question. So here's the, here's the Michael Jordan timeline we got here. So 1993, Michael Jordan announces his retirement. 1994, he's he you know he's for the White Sox in the minor leagues. Um, then you know, so if he didn't come back, he would have never he would have never defeated the SuperSonics in the '96 series. He never would have defeated the Jazz in the 97 series. He never would have defeated the Jazz the year after. So basically, if he didn't come back, he would not have three more championships. And honestly, if Michael Jordan didn't come back from baseball, I bet that a lot of people would not consider him the greatest of all time because there's already people today considering LeBron James as the greatest of all time. And I think that if... I think if Michael Jordan didn't come back from baseball, I think... People would have LeBron James, number one, Michael, number two, Kareem, number three, and then, you know. But I basically, what I think, I do not think that Michael Jordan would be considered the greatest of all time if he didn't come back from baseball. That's my opinion. Anyway, that was a good what-if question. Now on to our next segment. Okay, our next and last segment is one big question. This is the segment where... You send in a question, and I talk about it and break it down. If you would like to send in a question for the One Big Question segment, just go to your search bar and type in anchor.fm slash throwdownsports slash message. You can send a voice-recorded message. I look at all my messages. If they are good, then I will probably pick it for the video. So our today, our One Big Question is, who is your favorite NBA player and who is your least favorite NBA player? That's a pretty good question. So, of all time, I'd say I really like. Here, I'll give you a couple. I really like Steve Nash. Of all time, current currently, I like Luca, Luka Donovich. Um, I like him a lot. I like Allen Iverson a lot. Um, so yeah. So those are some of my all-time favorites. Some of my all-time least favorites are Isaiah Thomas. I don't like Isaiah Thomas, even though he's good skill-wise. He's a good player. I just do, I just do not like him. And some of my other favorites is, honestly, I don't dislike Dennis Rodman. I just think he's kind of weird. It, it really good player, just kind of, I don't think he was, the, I don't think he was there mentally. Like, I think he was a little messed up in the head. But anyway, um, I'll tell you why I don't like Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, in the last dance, it showed it. Um, when he didn't shake hands with the Bulls, when I can't remember if it was the year before or the year after, when the Pistons beat the Bulls, and you saw them, you saw the Bulls going around shaking everyone's hand, or at least you saw Michael going around shaking everyone's hand, as much as it pained them to, as much as they hated it, they went and shake, shook everyone's hand. 
and I said, good game. We'll see you next season. Like, good luck for the rest of the – good luck in the championship. Good luck for us playoffs. It's a certain respect for the game that Isaiah Thomas just doesn't have. He just – he doesn't – he just doesn't have that respect for the game, which is why I really like Michael, too, because he has that respect for the game. And also because he's just – he's just so much fun to watch, too. But anyway, also – why I like Steve Nash is because he's just he was just tough. If you go back and look at some of his highlights, here see here get pounded and beaten on, and he just keeps going, man. He just does not give up. So anyway, to answer your question, who is my favorite and who is my least favorite? My favorite of all time is Steve Nash, and my least favorite of all time is Isaiah Thomas. Oh, and also I forgot. Um, another one of my favorites, Allen Iverson. The crossover is, it's deadly. It's deadly. I just had to add that. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you're in your nonstop entertained from the beginning to the end. I'm Henry. Peace out, everybody.